0: Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 946, October 18th, 2022. In 1950, on this day, it was 87 degrees. Now, let me give you a little sneak peek ahead. They had a nice warm autumn in 1950. The record for Halloween was established in 1950. What is it? Well, I'll get to it on oh. Halloween, but it was in the eighties. That is a that wow. is a tease. Huh? Wouldn't that be a festive Halloween? I can hardly yeah. wait. <clears throat> and it was uh, eighteen degrees on this day in nineteen seventy-two. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense. Your mayor, Joe Susher. Uh, state Senator Dave Osmick. I guess he's gonna give uh he's gonna hang it up in, in uh, December. Oh wow. But a... he's doing the Lord's work on behalf of Marjorie Johnson to get her honored permanently at the state fair. Love that. On a completely different note, he, he wrote me a note today and he said he was going through his mother's Stuff of, uh, and he came across a St. Paul Pioneer Press Sunday pictorial magazine hmm. from 1964. Oh, I was going to say, so, yeah, I never saw that. And it was uh, called The H- the Homes of Summit Avenue. Oh. Great <clears throat> pictures, so thank you. I love that kind of stuff. But it tells me... Hey,
1: when just, you're done with it, I'm not joking. I would like to look
2: at yeah, that, too. Yeah, I'll
3: let you. Johnny, is that the kind of stuff that's available on that website you use? Or is it just uh, newspaper articles?
2: It, it's, it's the newspaper in full. You can turn page to page.
0: Oh, cool. The uh, Sunday papers today, of course, are a little thin, but back then they, they had a weekly section that was nothing but a pictorial magazine. Isn't that neat? God, you oh, know, well, I what? loved, us. Life was, loved things it. Things were good
1: back then, huh? Money-wise. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, they didn't have any competition. And they were really the newspaper industry was really slow to see it coming. Uh, it's analogous to Detroit, which had its uh, backside hit upside the head in the 70s and finally got their act together. The newspapers didn't see it coming, and, and then when they when it happened, they didn't react fast enough.
1: A certain arrogance, would you say? Uh,
0: the guess. irony
4: of that yeah. is just too much. Yeah. What's ironic about it? They're in they're the news, in the news b- business. Yeah. They yeah. ought to know. Yeah. They ought to see it coming.
0: <laughs> right. That's a good point. And a number of emailers. I think we uh, uh, Kelsey sent me. A bunch of people sent me a wonderful uh, send up that someone has done to the old Dion song, "The Wanderer." I believe that was Dion, right, Jan?
2: That was Dion, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And yes. it's
0: uh, it's uh, and, uh, and behind it plays video clips of jo- of G- George Biden, Joe Biden, yes. yes. And uh, it's wonderful. It's not worth playing on the air because well, we all you'd yeah. hear is the song. Right, and we can't, can't play but that. But it's video. It's linked on a Garage <laughs> Logic website. You might get a kick out of it. And, you know, rather than rather than it being funny, which it
3: is, it was creepy. It's creepy. Yeah, I was going to say when I watched it, that's the first thing I thought he of. He really
0: is. is a sniffer, isn't he? He'll go Kay. up behind yeah, some. He, yep. Teenage girl and nuzzle her hair at the back oh, of her neck. Oh, it's just creepy. what creepy. do they say? Wait
1: until you're uh, wait until that was his most
0: recent one. He was giving dating advice. Yeah, don't get any don't get serious until you're thirty or something can like I, that. Can, I didn't want to do this, but I'm going to to show you the, how poorly we're led. Uh, here's a guy Biden who is quite literally beside <laughs> himself, not knowing who to beg for oil, and yet. Yeah. He's the proponent of the Green New Deal. Yeah. And so these guys will do anything yeah. to stay in power. They have, no, they have no standards. They have no values. there won't be any of them. Uh, in this case, it's Biden, and he's now uh, uh, asking American concerns, don't do business with Saudi Arabia because they're cutting oil production. Okay. You wanted oil production cut right. until you realize the problems that causes Oh, never
3: mind. It's you know, just... <laughs> he did pull a sushi yesterday. What's that? Did you hear this? Uh, he was uh, addressing... I forget Don't who... liken me to him. Well, oh. he, he did pull <laughs> a sushi. He's sous-share. Papa Joe, not Here's Uncle Joe. If
2: you get any questionable calls, please tell us by going to reportfraud report fraud, D-O-T-F-T-C <laughs> <laughs> dot gov.
3: Okay. <laughs> So he, he maybe uh, just do a Google search. Yeah, he meant .dot uh, .dot .gov, not .dot. Oh no, he went .dot. Sure, he did. Went, yeah. Do whoa, that whoa, again. Whoa. Yep, he went .dot. <laughs> Let me uh, see uh, that. Here we go. Take it away, Joe. Any questionable <laughs> on, I want to answer it.
2: Please now. tell us by going to report fraud, report fraud .dot <laughs> <laughs> .dot .gov.
0: Wow! Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I do that, so I can't. Uh, did he do the wah wah wah? Nope,
3: slash, no, no, he did wah, not. Wah. He did not start with the wah wah wah. Okay. Uh, let's see. I gotta save that one. That was a. Good I'm gonna thing. get this out of the yeah. way. That was oh, wait crazy. a minute!
4: No, it is DOT. Isn't that Department of Transportation? O I G dot D O T dot gov. What? Oh. Why would they go to the Department of Transportation? It, it's not. It's the it's the office of the Inspector General. <laughs> no. OIG.dot.gov slash content slash fraud hyphen alert.
0: Then he didn't do anything wrong.
3: Oh. Kenny, you just ruined my fun. Let me get this
0: well. out of the way. Many GLers. Many GLers. Anticipate that we would have taken up the cause or the controversy of Governor Walls, Governor Walls' leaving the National Guard. I've been sitting on a piece from Alpha News since September seventh, and then as recently as yesterday, the Star Tribune had as its play story. Jensen criticizes Walls for timing of leaving guard. And the Star Tribune piece, in keeping with their template, found uh, people to quote who were entirely supportive of Walls. Uh, He didn't do anything wrong when he left the guard. Uh, The Alpha News piece found disgruntled uh, National Guardsmen who served with Walls, who ripped the hell out of him for leaving the guard as their unit was about to deploy to Iraq. Oh, interesting. All right, there's no story here. Walls could have left the guard anytime he wanted. Uh, it what might is- be it might be understandable that his guard mates gave him the raised eyebrows when he split. Once they were learning, once they learned they were going to Iraq, but, but he got to leave if he wanted. He'd put in twenty-four years and he could leave. The only thing Walls might even be remotely guilty of is misrepresenting his rank on campaign literature, and that gets down to a technicality of uh, did he complete the coursework to be assigned the rank he was using on his campaign literature, and that rank was, uh, you know, Commander in Chief or something. Uh, but Walls, there's no smoking gun here. There's no evidence that Walls, whose politics I abhor, but he he can't be raked over the coals for this. There's nothing here. Okay. There's nothing
1: here. There's just no- might be some sour grapes from, from
0: guys that did it's go sour and grape say stuff. You didn't finish up And they put, no you know, the, the the Alpha News found a guy named uh, Tom Behrens who served admirably for... In the guard and was a uh, a mate of uh, Walls and this baron's puts uh, signs up on his water tower on his farm. You know Walls is a traitor and this and that and the other thing. You know if you if you if you want to send me a if 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 the public is going to be exposed to a story where, that says Walls was in Iraq and the minute the gunfire started he ran the other way and hid behind a a Humvee or that's something, a story. Th- then you might have a story. Yeah. But that's not the story. No. Walls left the National Guard after 24 years, and the timing uh, coincided with his unit about to be deployed to Iraq. But, you know, for all I know, other people left at the same time. I don't know. Uh, and because I wasn't there, and I probably wouldn't have wanted to have gone to Iraq either, I can't really say that uh what what's the sin that walls committed during his
1: career he worked in disaster response posting following floods and tornadoes he was deployed overseas on active duty for months although he never saw combat 89 he earned the title of nebraska citizen soldier of the year walls attained the rank of command sergeant major near the end of his career here's
0: the key part but, slow down and read okay. that over
1: walls attained the slow rank down. of command sergeant major near the end of his career but he retired as a master sergeant in 05 for benefit purposes because he did not complete coursework at the U.S. Army Sergeants Major Academy.
0: Right, he and used, I believe he was using, what's the title, the command sergeant command major? Command sergeant major. I believe he might have used that on some, on some of his congressional campaign literature. Uh, and, and I think the guard straightened that out and told him you can't use that. You, you didn't attain that rank yet.
1: Okay, and the command sergeant major is a non-commissioned rank and position of office in the Army. It's The holder of this rank and position is the most senior enlisted member of a color-bearing Army unit, battalion or higher. Mm-hmm. He is appointed to serve as spokesman to address the issues of all soldiers from enlisted to officers from warrant offers to and lieutenants to the Army's highest positions.
0: And technically, if I'm understanding the story correctly, he did not achieve that rank because of, a, what, there were some hours of classroom work yet to
1: be done. Right, he probably had to fill out uh, X, Y, or Z and process the papers, and maybe he just said, I'm done.
0: No, the interesting aspect of this story is what you were telling me off-air. and, uh, and that His National Guard experience should have.
4: Uh, I don't know. Well, you were saying during the riots... Oh, that's what really pisses me off about this whole thing. He spent 24 years in the guard. He knew the guard. He knows he knows the guard well. He he knows what they're capable of. He knows the procedures. Why didn't he have him in here to stop that BS that went down how many nights in a row in South Minneapolis? 3 straight nights. Unbelievable. That's a good
0: point. That that's the only point that's really uh, that merits. Oh, you spooled me up, didn't you, Sue?
3: Mm-hmm. Jeez. Isn't it also somewhat of a character flaw? That he would leave the guard? Right before you're going to Iraq? Well, you
0: can look at it that way, but I... am I I. Uh,
3: or does it speak to his because character? Because I wasn't
0: there, and I wasn't in the guard. Well, I
4: really have no business determining who has a character flaw or not. That's a question you have to answer for yourself, Chris. Right. What you're, You brought it up, so you must have thoughts.
3: Yeah, I think that's... You're bailing on your team. All right. If you want to
0: determine that Walls did some... I don't think he even did anything unethical.
3: Of course not. No, I just saying, left.
1: I think laying down twenty four years in uniform, uh, he has my respect, regardless of what his pol- politics are, uh, which I don't but agree you, with. But,
0: but uh, you know, I can understand that his mates were saying, "Look at this guy leaving when we have to go to Iraq." It's just yeah. to, pr- and to it's pursue a
3: political career. Well, and to save his ass, right? But you get to. Okay, I mean, but he, he didn't do okay, anything. This would be the equivalent of. Uh, a Yankees player saying, I'm not playing tonight. Game five. Nope, not doing it. I'm not sure that's analogous. That's yeah, analogous. Yeah, because you just Wouldn't don't
2: it? retire from baseball at the yeah. top of a hat.
3: the hat.
4: Wouldn't Buxton be more That's a good point. Yeah, that's probably no, good. No,
0: Buxton's not analogous either because he um, was always hurt.
4: I'm hearing George Bush saying, when the heat got on. You uh, dug, yourself, dug a hole. yourself a hole in the kitchen, <laughs> kitchenette, a smaller one. But how about this? You know what I'd like to see sometime? I'd
0: like to see somebody just add up all the pensions Walsh is going to get. <laughs> yeah, 25 years, is a pretty good pension. Did he serve in the U.S. Congress? Yes. Two yes. terms? Well, he's got that one going. All right. He's got the guard going. He's got a teacher's one going. Was he ever in the state legislature ye- Legislature uh, here?
4: Don't know. Ye- oh, he's got a governor's one 2016, going.
1: 2016, he beat Hagedorn. 2014, he beat Hagedorn. 2012... Uh, he beat Alan Quist. He's gonna have a couple hundred grand a year in pensions. Wait, what did he beat? Quist for he beat Randy Dremmer. Uh That was State House of Representatives District One. Huh? He uh, beat him fifty-seven-five to forty-two-three. Uh, he built Bri- Bri- Brian Davis in two thousand eight for the House. And in 2006, he beat oh, Gil Gutnick. The pension money
0: is just gonna—it's gonna take two hands how do to we, go to the mailbox. How do we
4: get that number? I'd love to do that math. Uh, well, it's That'd all earned.
0: Fun. I'm not even suggesting there that it's illicit. I'm just saying, wow, this guy's gonna be really rewarded in his dotage if he okay, is not currently. Capitalism is so evil, isn't it? Is, it, it really just, is. It's just—it's just, just but awful. Let's really. let's has follow-
4: Nothing to do with capitalism. Oh, all right. Let's yeah, but,
1: follow this though. <laughs> <laughs> Words have meaning, and on his political campaign literature, he said he was a command master sergeant. He
0: misrepresented his rank.
1: I think that's something we say. Hey, you can't do th- if you didn't. They, somebody did get to him, and he had to stop doing that. Oh, so he stopped doing that. Okay, if he's changed it, that's fine. But that's he tried a, to get away with it. That's a pretty uh, big thing to try to get away with. If you're a command sergeant major and you're the other guy, and said he didn't fill out his paperwork, he's not a I I,
4: I got news for you, asshats. I'm the command sergeant major of GL, <laughs> yeah. right here and right now. I'm telling you something. I will open up a number nine can of whoop ass on each and every. No, I uh,
1: we'll just do a blanket <laughs> party. Mind. We'll do a just. Uh, we'll pile did
0: not party. run and hide from bullets. It's that simple. He didn't. He wasn't. Well, he wasn't there. Yeah look at your producer mm-hmm. kind of yeah. no I, you know all, all i'm saying is there you've got my 10 minutes of analysis I, there's nowhere to go with it unless you want to start ripping
2: walls for being a a, a p word well, let me uh, let me flip this around then what do you think of his opponent in the governor's race holding a press conference to talk about this is that okay then i, or?
0: I think uh, oh. i think i think <clears throat> jensen uh jensen's inexperience in what has become a really tough game, the political game yeah. is a tough, cutthroat game. Mm-hmm. Jensen uh, falls for too much too quickly. Yeah. He fell I,
3: for little boxes. Focusing can't on argue with that. Yeah. And they're not really focusing on what ish- issues they can spearhead Ex-
4: exactly. here. Exactly. Right. You These know what are I mean? convenient distractions. Right.
0: And the crime problem should be number one on yeah. any candidate's list. And Walls really, now if Jensen wants to say Walls got a lot of nerve uh, positioning himself as a champion fighter against crime because he didn't do a damn thing during those riots, nope. <laughs> and here's what, where else Walls yeah. could have done. You would have thought a man with 24 years experience in the National Guard and knows every in and out would have been on top of that for minute one. But that's not where walls went walls went with these disgruntled farmers in southeastern minnesota who are saying i was in walls unit and he split on us well he got to you get to leave when you want after the time he was in you get to leave
2: well even in the star tribune story a guy that doesn't like walls's politics defended him in this case Mm -hmm. a guy who said he i have nothing to do with his politics but he did you know what he did there was nothing wrong with
0: and as i say we only know about walls How many other people eligible to leave left when that unit got its assignment to go to Iraq? That's fair.
4: Jensen continues to make these missteps. It's so irritating.
1: Well, okay, but he's closing in on the
5: poll.
4: Okay, you weren't here when I said it to Such off the air. Imagine how far ahead Kendall Qualls would be in the polls right now. Democrats I, would be I, I, flocking to him.
3: I wouldn't disagree with you. Can you imagine what that? the attack ads they would be? They would lose
4: so
0: many I don't think I don't think Qualls would have been uh issuing dire are attack ads. Are you kidding? You oh, seen? I think Walls is a, a civil human. No, uh, not uh, Walls, I mean uh Qualls, Qualls is a civil human I, being. I agree with you and completely. And Jensen's a civil human being. And he being,
4: would have been going at, He would have been going after crime and yeah. the budget. Crime. The
3: crime, crime, crime. <laughs> what are your feelings about Jim Schultz?
4: I have
0: great feelings
3: about him. And what are they doing? They're on the attack. He's against women's rights.
0: He has to. He's in a ring with a dirty fighter. He's in the ring with a guy with brass knuckles.
3: Well, so is Jensen.
0: Yeah, Jensen is too. I I agree. Uh, These guys will do anything to hold on to power and to hell with you. Yep. And that goes right to the top, too. That's third Rail third round biden's bitching and moaning about it so he true buys this green energy bs and now he's crying in a soup because saudi arabia won't produce oil
2: if you get any questionable calls please tell us by going to report fraud report fraud
4: dot gov. that's not what i read
0: well i don't care anymore bud.
4: Yeah. I don't want to hear about it.
0: I moved on anyway. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. I have two emails I've saved because I think they're worthy of a reading on the Feeding Our Future fraud scandal. Okay. Uh, Some of them are uh, covering grounds that we have covered, uh, but they uh, provide another uh, link to our understanding I also have a response from the woman who wants a ruling on her role in the husband's garage. Uh, Damn it. Let me find this. Oh, for Pete's sake. Okay, here we go. Uh, Feeding our future fraud from Chris. Uh, There is one point regarding feeding our future that everybody seems to miss. If any government program was involved in serving 80 million meals roughly 220,000 per day for 365 days don't you think they would use every opportunity to claim success and therefore credit for that success at every opportunity the fact that no politician claimed credit or highlighted the success of a somali run public private partnership tells you all that you need to know they the mysterious knew it was a fraud my only question is this, if they knew and didn't expose, then how did they benefit from the fraud? Votes, money, contributions? Isn't it odd that we never heard about this? A crowd of hundreds assembled anywhere on any given line and get any given location draws lots of attention.
4: I think he's giving them credit for being smarter than they are.
0: Well, that next email addresses that. Okay. This is from Scott. Hail the flashlight king. Hail, Hail you. you. I, I like that. There was a little life in that one. <laughs> a little life in that one. Are we to believe that the self-described rule follower, Amy Bach, is the criminal mastermind who dreamed up the entire food fraud scheme, including the LLCs that were set up to launder the quarter of a billion dollars? Does anyone really believe that she was able to set this up in the first couple of months of the pandemic, recruit dozens of immigrants and train each and every one of them to cheat the system using random name generators and sophisticated money laundering techniques worthy of South American drug cartels? An alternative narrative might lead one to believe that Ms. Bach was in contact with some experienced scam artists in cities like New York, L.A., Houston, Chicago, Philly, or some other bastion of crime and learned how and what to do. If that is what happened, might it be likely that even larger sums of money have been stolen in those cities that are huge in size when compared to the Twin Cities? That said, if the first scenario is the truth, isn't it it believable that Ms. Box shared her scheme with people she knows from attending food insecurity meetings over the years? A logical conclusion to either scenario is the same. The $250 million stolen here in flyover country is small potatoes compared to what has yet to be found and or reported in the truly large cities of the country. I'll buy that. Yeah. I just got one today. There's a food fraud scandal in Atlanta from food that was supposed to be feeding Puerto Ricans after the last hurricane. You're kidding? No. Okay. Wow. So this is we said
4: early on. Th- this is the this tip is of very the iceberg. common. This is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Okay. Do you think there's larger forces running this and uh, than just the Somali community or yes. the people? So you want to go down that road, or you want to leave that? Yeah, alone? You mean like in
0: other states and uh, uh, people uh, figuring my,
4: it out? Uh, I'll just say it, mafia. Uh,
0: I don't know. I don't know this, the, I don't know anything about this the mafia. This
4: reeks, about, uh, reeks um, of the brilliance. I second Joe. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm I, with you. I don't know. Is there any
4: mafia? I don't even think I love Joe. I know nothing. I don't know any about mafia? <laughs> I don't <even> think <laughs> anything about it. Hey,
0: how are you? Good to see you. It, it <laughs> just <laughs>
4: seems so well organized. Right,
5: no.
1: that is Olson with an O, not an E. By the way, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, I'll read an email from our friend Nancy Close, who who we had on last week, with an update on what you were inquiring oh, let about. Let
0: me get that out of the way, please. Uh, let me. I'm glad you brought that
1: up. Oh, I thought
4: he was pulling off.
0: Hey, just, I got to tell you, the <laughs> day we had Nancy Close, uh, imagine receiving
4: like Rain Man. He pulls a piece of folded up paper right. out of his pocket. Was front that in your pocket? crotch or where oh, was it? No, was my in in pocket? <laughs> oh shoot. Wrong one.
0: It's the wrong one. Never mind. <laughs> okay, That's Captain that, Kangaroo. Go it's back it's in there with the next one. Casserole recipe. I'm going to
4: save this. I'm going to put it no, right here where it. I won't lose it. it. <laughs> you can
1: paraphrase, can't you? I love saying the word paraphrase and people think I'm smart.
0: No, I can't. I go ahead take your break. <laughs>
1: okay. Oh. <laughs> Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services to the rescue. Yes, the leaves are falling into your gutter. The squirrels easy. are messing around. It is the season, Joe. It's the season to get your gutters cleaned out. And you want to get your gutters cleaned out because you want to hang up some holiday lights. That's a bonus with Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services. Aside from all the other great things they do, they'll clean out your gutters. And they will put up your holiday lights professionally. You know how you do them you look back and there's just string. You didn't want that, that draping. You wanted them tight and taut, that's how they do it. Well, actually, they do it whatever way you want to do it. So give them a call. Here's the telephone number 612 888 5248. This is a twofer, it's a threefer. You don't have to get up on the ladder to clean your own gutters. You don't have to get up on a ladder to clean, uh, to put on the uh, holiday lights. They're going to do it for you. That's the third part of the story, and they're going to do it safely. 612-888-5248. Get ready for the snow and ice with kahunawindowcleaning.com. Tell them the Rook sent you, and they're going to waive the trip charge. Kahuna, K-U-H-U-N-A,
3: Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services. Call to get on their schedule. Right now. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here, and you've heard me talk about my relationship with Josh Arnold for quite some time now. And the reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Well, actually, it's two reasons trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As he says, past results do not guarantee future returns. Well, that is true. Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. And you can trust Josh to make sure that you are not paying more in fees than you are selling in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would think. So do yourself a favor by booking a 48-minute free, yes, free consultation that has absolutely no obligation. Call Josh today at 952-925-5608. That number, once again, is 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice.
0: Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. God. Uh, Thanks, Franklin.
4: Ten, we ten might have to worth. go to the hall for a few minutes. To... Oh, no. He's a man who spends <laughs> the uh, in hardware stores. Hair, in the out. Here. Tell you what, it smells better at uh, Scrapyard than it does in here right <laughs> now. Thanks, Reavers. <laughs> That's nice it's of you. Better not, man. I'll leave. Uh, yeah, scrap metal. <laughs> Speaking of which, keep it out of the landfill and make some cash. Bring it up to NRI in Hugo. They'll recycle it, and they'll pay you for it. Uh, And we're talking everything here, almost everything, copper, brass, electrical wire, stainless steel, iron, aluminium. What what do you got? Bring it up there. See if they can take it. Aluminum cans, too. Uh, Those those empties of yours could be making you money. If you're an electrician, a plumber, anything that uh, throws away anything, bring it in. Get paid for it. And if you've got a big old pile of scrap metal, like some of us do, have them drop off a dumpster, fill it up, they'll come pick it up, write you a check. It's really easy. You just, if you're bringing it in on a trailer or a truck, they weigh you first, you dump it, they weigh you afterwards, they cut you a check, and down the road you go. They've got a phone number if you want to use it, 651-289-2853. Uh, be sure to ask about the current prices on all the metals. Uh, the easy way, though, is the uh, the website, N-R-I-M-N.com. They're on Highway 61 in Hugo on the web, dot com.
0: How'd you do with uh,
3: Sviggum? Oh, you, did you want that right now? Well, did you get him on the line? I thought you said you wanted the audio.
0: Oh, I wanted to talk to him. Steven
1: Sviggum.
3: <laughs> he's
0: on the softball station tonight, so obviously he's talking to the media.
1: You want to hear my email from Nancy? No. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah just sure. clearing things up. Yeah. I uh, got into the talk. I received an email from Rob Williams, president of Every Meal. Rob wrote to address the Garage Logic podcast last week, and my saying I was going to reach out to MDE about learning more about the Every Meal program and how that program could provide free weekend meals. Rob assured me that they are in great standing. They do not feed free food to Minnesota kids over the weekend, which does not conform to the USDA funding guidelines, which is why they don't use government funding. He mentioned that a teacher wrote in to explain her experience with Every Meal and how wonderful it was. Rob mentioned the podcast, apologized the following day. Rob started Sheridan's story. uh, The primary focus back gun was a snack and backpack program that filled a great need. I knew they'd changed their name, but drew a blank when I heard it mentioned from joe so they're a good organization so they're not taking the usda funded program which is why they can provide meals on the weekend
0: right rob rob williams has contacted me a number of times and you know do you want to come over and see the operation and meet And, and no i trust that you are in the up and up and i apologize to you rob uh the day after nancy was on let me explain what happened uh, to talk to an honest food broker we had Nancy Close. Close on. And she's been involved in this food business for years. And during our conversation with her, I mentioned an email mm-hmm. that I had gotten from a parent at Central High School who was copying me on a notice the kids got about some meals they could acquire from an outfit called Every Meal. Uh, And I didn't, uh, uh, I didn't say anything other than what the hell is that all about? Right. And it turns out every meal's on the up and up, great organization. Uh, Rob Williams is out front in uh, in seeking to clarify that. I think I've already clarified it a couple of times. Yeah. And I don't intend to keep
4: clarifying it.
0: No, oh, I think you did enough.
4: I think you did enough. Imagine the press. And I
0: never indicted them during the conversation with Nancy Close. You just said you were going to go just chase said, after Look, it. Look at this deal here. Now what's this deal? Right. And we'll, and, and it's uh, you know there's so and I was I I'm amazed at how many of these food distributors there are. Right. And among them are very honest ones like Nancy Close and Rob Williams with Every Meal.
4: And right. now they have the burden of differentiating differentiating themselves. Yep. themselves from these frauds. Right. Oh, God, yeah. I can't imagine.
0: And so, Rob, uh, uh, I, hope, I hope you're satisfied with my acknowledgement that you're running gone. a tight ship there and more power to you. Uh, where
3: was I? Steve Svigam. I, uh, I, I just sent him an email. Yeah.
0: The uh, Star Tribune uh, is really going to get into this because this is something that would fit their template. A, uh, an elderly, not elderly, 71. Uh, An old white guy who uh, ostensibly uh, offended some politically protected group. In this case, he, as a regent, was asking rhetorically at a regents meeting about the University of Minnesota Morris: Is it possible that Morris has become too diverse? And uh, I, and he was asking it in the context of marketing, Mm -hmm. Uh, and he's wondering: Is it possible?
6: that at Morris we've become too diverse. Is that possible, at all from a marketing standpoint? For, for instance, Chancellor, I've received a couple letters, two actually, from friends whose uh, children are not going to go to Morris uh, because it is too diverse, let's say, a, 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 a campus. They just didn't feel comfortable there. <laughs> is that at all possible in the specific of Morris that we become too diverse? Uh,
0: or, that's enough because you know, i don't want to hear that woman uh i think it's very plausible and this will deflate the people who want to roast him I'm,
1: i think i'm gonna agree with you 100 percent. go
0: you don't know what i'm gonna say okay i think it's very plausible that when he says if we become too diverse he's not talking about skin color it's not what I thought you were going to say. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he's talking about black kids, Hmong kids, Hispanic kids, Indian kids. I don't think that's what he means at all. Based on emails I've received from people who I happen to trust. Okay. He might be talking about they've become a bastion of the LGBTQ life and that uh, there, you know, some kids, some of these farm kids out on the plains might feel uncomfortable Uh, going to school where they're going to be proselytized about this. Two mistakes
4: were made, or one mistake made on both sides. Nobody asked, and he should have volunteered or somebody should have asked him, what the hell are you talking about? That's right.
1: I even, not side with him, but am more sympathetic because he's reading the email. That was the email. That was Matthew,
4: he's talking in code. And even when I hear that, I'm thinking, Okay, uh, you talking, what do you, you know, you know what I mean? Be you, more specific. What do you mean by diverse? Are you talking black folk? Are you talking uh, Native American? Who, who are you talking about here? Yeah, okay. Are talking trans? What What? What are you talking, you know? Yeah. Somebody should have called him well, on that if he wasn't smart enough to say it himself. And I don't think he's talking about race. Uh, I think it's pretty
0: bold of you to assume that, Joe. Well, let me read you this and right. you tell me. All right. <laughs> Uh, Please don't use my name and I, uh, but he supplies it and I can understand why he would not want his name used. Joe, having sent two kids I used to have through the University of Minnesota Morris, the University of Morris addition to the failed academy, perhaps I can shed some new light in the Steve Svegum kerfuffle. It seems likely to me that the diversity issue Speaker Sviggum could be referring to on campus would be more about the LGBTQ yada, 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 yada crowd than an ethnicity question. U of M Morris accent on U of M, not Morris, has always prided itself on being the most liberal and accepting of colleges in the failed academy. Yes, it's true they do have a large contingency of Asian students who often walk into the admissions office with backpacks full of cash to pay that tuition, along with a few Native Americans, uh, which is free to Native Americans students, of course, being a land-grant college, and a smattering of black students. But I'd bet a bin full of $7 corn that it's more about the fact that in the last 10 years, there's been a King Greg and a Queen Mark more than once for homecoming, if you know what I mean. Mm. I'm confident I had the right conversations with the two I used to have before they chose Morris for higher education. I'm sure they can definitely define what a woman is, but I can sympathize with any parent having some concerns about sending their kids to an institution that pushes so hard for the woke ideology. My two went to Morris several years ago, and this whole woke thing hadn't been seen or heard of much. There were a few instances of questionable things that came home, but it never really dawned on me what was happening there. They both completed their respective degrees and are doing well, but neither uh, but, but neither is what you would say using the degree they have. It's more of an achievement certificate, proof they put up with four years of B as in B. Having been born in Morris in the early 60s, graduating from a a nearby town in a class of 36, uh, 38 kids. Morris was the center of our social life. Movies, pizza joints, a bowling alley. Hell, back in the late 70s, they had a bar on campus. The Cougars were once a pretty fair football team in their own right. A side note, a couple of high school friends of mine and I were kicked out of our high school extracurricular activities for partying, for partying at the TKE frat house, which has long since been ruled out. Back in the day, my point is, times have been changing in Morris for quite a while. They can barely muster a football team, but they have a great equity and inclusion club. U of M Morris is the epitome of wokeness. It's an island of liberals in a sea of conservative Stevens County. The college crowd and locals, most of whom are apostolic Christian, are tolerant of one another, but it's always a hoot to drive down Main Street Morris and see the wokeness with rainbow hair and a face that looks like it got stuck in a tackle box. Keep pushing back down there in the shadows of the country's tallest buildings. I lived there for 22 years, and I'll push back from here in Stevens County. To me, it's entirely plausible that, uh, that a kid might not want to go there and just put up with the LGBTQ What stuff. in the
4: hell are you people afraid of with the gays? Seriously. No, I, I that, don't i It's under, not a
0: fear thing. It's not a fear I, thing. I don't
4: understand where he's coming from. Why Why do they hate or fear or what? do they think they're going to be turned gay? Well, that, this is like a drug. Oh, be careful. They'll force you to t- take drugs. That's such BS. Kenny. I'm, I'm wound up, Joe.
0: Kids five years old are being forced to change
4: genders. Not, f- yeah, they are. So their parents are saying to him, "You must be a girl." I all wanted I'm a girl. Saying
0: is right or wrong. All I'm saying is, I don't think Swigum was addressing race. Yeah,
4: well, that's fine. That's fine. But I I don't I, think
0: he was addressing race.
4: So then I'd ask him, "What do you? What are these people writing you emails, Steve? What are they afraid of?" Of. Being Fine, forced a, to turn gay?
0: Fair question.
4: Or forced to put on a dress? Fair We're, question. I don't, I, don't, I don't get this fear. I, Reavers, you're awfully damn quiet. Well, both of us work with a lot of gay folks. Have yeah. any of them
3: have ever forced themselves on you? No, but I, what I do <laughs> what think, what, what Joe is getting at is the idea that why can't we ask a question? Is that, is that kind of...
0: I'll read you one more that it might address Okay,
3: Okay, that, that's an excellent point. What was Thank the you. point?
4: I'm sorry. Why why can't we just why why
1: Why is it why is it
3: against the law to just ask a question? Why have we gotten to the spot where nothing can be questioned, nothing can be challenged? If if there's a viewpoint from the left, it it has to be set in stone. That's the part that drives me nuts. Well, let me
0: read you one more. One of my sons has a friend who is a girl. She just started at Morris. She's a sweet kid, somewhat sheltered Christian girl. She was looking forward to going to Morris, knowing that there was diversity to be experienced. But she got quite a surprise when she found out they really don't want diversity. They want her to reject her traditional culture. She's regularly harassed for being too white, whatever that means. Okay. And though she is fine with LGBT people doing their thing, there is a sense of authoritarian hazing that is imposed on anyone who doesn't celebrate the persuasion believe some former politician would be dumb enough to ham-handedly uh, persuade you. I honestly don't know if that's what the guy mentioned in the story was re- referencing, but it doesn't seem too far-fetched to believe some former politician would be dumb enough to ham-handedly <laughs> express those concerns and in an ineffective manner, a few years back, there was a young man who went there for a tour and instantly decided it was not for him because of the large amount of pro LGBT propaganda he saw on the tour. But I kind of dismissed that on account of it's hard to believe a young man from rural Minnesota to be conservative to all things. But this girl is definitely not a candidate for being discriminatory. So I do believe there's some fertile ground to be uncovered there on both diversity fronts.
4: I like that letter. That makes more sense to me and it's more calmly thought out. Mm-hmm. And,
3: and I, I can see his point. I like when we yell though. That's kind of fun too. Yeah, I like a, I like a fiery
0: cannon. You know I've been telling you that uh,
5: <laughs>
0: I've been telling you that until I'm corrected I'm calling Schmelz Countryside Volkswagen <laughs> the oldest Volkswagen dealership in the area and I have an emailer who did some research, and he wants me to understand that West Side Volkswagen in Minneapolis, which opened in 1960 by Archie Walker Jr., uh, is the oldest. Well, and I called Jonathan today. He wasn't available. My dad bought a Volkswagen Bug in 1960, the same year Westside opened. But my dad, and I know this for a fact because he was buddies with Schmelz, He bought the car from Schmelz in on the Saint Paul side of the river.
4: You don't. So this
0: this controversy continues. I'm going to continue to say that Schmelz countryside, unless the uh, what color?
4: What color was it?
0: White. Cool. Unless the unless the West Side people call me and say cease and desist. You're you're going. (laughs) I'm I'm going with Schmelzy at the corner of 36 (laughs) and 61 in Maplewood, the area's oldest Volkswagen dealer Uh right now. If, well, it could be tied with West Side. But in 1960, Bud got a VW bug. All his buddies were doing it back then. <clears throat> as so a cool. lark.
4: Open up the front hood, there's a spare tire. There's a tire. But they were all doing it
0: because they got a kick out of the mileage. And they, uh, it had a gas heater in it. Yeah. And if you were lucky, the car didn't blow up <laughs> and, and you got some heat. Of course, the modern family of Volkswagen SUVs have come a long way. The Taos, the Tiguan, the all-wheel drive and IQ drive advanced safety systems, the family-size seven-passenger Atlas with 5,000-pound towing capability, the all-electric ID.4 SUV named the 2021 World Car of the Year if you're a candidate. I've been there for years. I was preceded there by my own people. I will continue to shop there great people great service great location the corner of highway 36 and 61 in maplewood schmelzvw.com you know
1: if you want to get away for a while you can with uh, escape with us vacations i truly want you to start planning that spring trip maybe that family trip next year You know, Florida is going to rebuild itself. There are other great locations to go to that may be Florida-like. Well talk to a travel agent. You should always use a travel agent because they're cheap insurance, but you should always use Escape With Us Vacations travel agents because they're GLers and they are my sisters. Teresa and Maria do a great job. They just led the crew back from Croatia and that crew had a fun time and they already said, what are we doing next year? Well, if you want to find out what they're doing next year, give them a call. Plan it out. 651-788-4338. They have over 70 combined years in the travel industry over at all those uh, reservationists, etc. They get to know their clients on a personal level. Travel is an investment. They're here to create and guide you for those bucket list trips because they're once in a lifetime and you want everything to go well. Whether it's luxury travel, exotic itineraries, honeymoons, destination weddings, family and group travel all over the world, they can do it. Here's the deal. You are not going to be disappointed. While you're traveling, you'll always be just an email or phone call away if you need them. In the event you need to activate your emergency support plan, they'll be on standby and ready to help. I can't stress enough using a travel agent from escape with us vacations six five one seven eight eight forty three thirty eight call them today with your options or email them at travel at escape with vacations dot com sure does <laughs> let's go yeah <laughs> i got you babe
4: uh, you cannot stop
3: it it's like hurting cats mate. i've oh. got ooh
4: has got like a half a brain, and that's barely functioning. <laughs> Tell you what, Moon Motorsports has. Uh, they have the brands for the kiddos. They've got them all an amazing selection of youth sides, uh, youth sides, ATVs, side by sides, bikes, you name it. You can see them all at the website, moonmotorsports.com. I don't know, a lot of people might not realize it, but there's off-road trail opportunities all over the state, and there's some really fun trails. Uh, so you don't have to be one of those people that have a lake place or acreage or whatever. You and the whole family can get out and uh, stretch the cables on those ATVs. And let me tell you something, you surprise that kid Christmas morning with an ATV. Wow. you, <laughs> you They're going to be making their bed for the next six months. You're going to see some smiles. <laughs> Right now, Moon has the best savings around on the uh, Polaris Sportsman 110. If you need to put that baby away for the winter, Moon is the place. They've been providing winter storage and uh, prep for storage for years. Call today. Get that get that on the schedule. Let's run down the brands here. We're going to do it backwards this time. Ski-Doo, Honda, Yamaha, Ducati, Triumph, BMW, Can-Am, or An-Cam, Polaris, Husqvarna, and KT- KTM. They've got them all. And that cathedral to Motorsports, it's up in uh, Monticello. And, of course, on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Here's John Haidt.
2: Thank you, Joe. Minnesota's second congressional district race between Democratic incumbent Angie Craig and Republican challenger Tyler Kissner. Looks a lot like the 2020 race, according to the latest KSTP Survey USA poll. In 2020, Craig defeated Kistner by two points, 48-46%. The new poll shows Craig clinging to a one-point lead, 46-45%. Now, uh, this is strange. For the second election cycle in a row, there's also a complicating factor of a deceased candidate on the ballot. Legal Marijuana Now candidate Paula Overby died recently, too late in the campaign to have her name removed from the ballot under state election law. The poll includes her name as being on the ballot without telling respondents the candidate is dead. In 2020, Mm -hmm. another Legal Marijuana Now candidate, Adam Weeks, died not long before the election day, and his name stayed on the ballot also. And he received about 25,000 votes, or almost 6% of the vote in 2020. Craig leads by 16 points among women, 53-37. Kistner leads by 14 points among men, 53-39. The two most important issues cited by those who were polled, uh, the economy at 28% and abortion at 23%, followed by inflation, health care, and crime.
3: I misspoke the other day, by the way, regarding her ad that doesn't make any sense with the guy that said, I used to be a Republican, but now I'm fighting for Angie. Uh, you know, where he's sitting on the motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. The guys from Nearstrand—I did not think that was part of her district. Apparently, it is. I was yeah. uh, emailed that by someone. All right. Because Tyler oh. Kistner, even though he doesn't hold office, he's in with the drug oh, companies. Oh, oh, oh. Dangerous. Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> Dangerous extremist. Yeah, that's Tyler right. Kistner. I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Use the proper adjectives. Yes. <laughs>
2: Speaking of the election, today, October 18th, is the final day to pre-register to vote in Minnesota ahead of the election. Minnesota, one of the states that allows same-day voter registration. But if you want to skip that step at the polling places, you have to complete online registration by the end of the day today. Or make sure mail-in and drop-off <laughs> registration forms are received by 5 p.m. today. We've ruined All the others,
1: They've made the easiest task in the world completely very complex. They fixed everything that wasn't broken.
2: All others must register to vote on Election Day. Election Day this year is Tuesday, November
4: 8th. What's the phrase? If it's not broke, break it and fix the hell out of it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, with how many tickets do you guys want for the rally with uh, Vice President uh, Kamala Harris I'd like, on no, Saturday? I, that's
2: my next story. Chris, oh, yeah. read my
3: mind. That's what I do, John. Vice-
2: Vice President Kamala Harris scheduled to stop in the Twin Cities this weekend and appear at two events. Harris's office announced this morning she will stop in St. Paul on Saturday to take part in a moderated conversation on protecting reproductive rights. After the event in St. Paul, the Vice President heads to Minneapolis where she'll speak at a campaign event for Governor Walls. No other details regarding her visit were immediately available.
0: The other thing Angie Craig lies about, she said, uh, she said something to the fact that the Supreme Court uh, has ended abortion in this country and Tyler... No, it hasn't. They just handed it back to the states. In this state, it's a protected right. And Tyler Kistner, uh, as a congressman, has nothing to do with it. So
4: nothing's changed, is what you're saying? Nothing's changed.
3: Okay, thank you. But (laughs) me too dumb to know that my own. (laughs) Exactly. That's what they're doing. (laughs) Exactly. No, he's making a point.
0: is
1: a country in
0: Europe. If I was running...
3: For an office, I wouldn't bring that idiot to town. Well, I'm wondering if, if the Jensen team asked her to come right. campaign, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> Trick her up. <laughs> Which would be the smartest God. thing they've done yet. I was
2: going to say that, but I didn't want to get in trouble. That's all right. Thank you, Chris. Just a small Governor delivery. Walls. Governor Walls and GOP challenger Scott Jensen face off it's tonight in their bomb. first te- television debate. It starts at 7 o'clock. It'll be hosted by KTTC TV in Rochester. That tonight? Yeah, it's tonight. And we'll air on a handful of greater Minnesota stations owned by broadcasting company Gray Television. Uh, Twin Cities viewers, uh, if you want, you can tune in via live streams on any of the stations that are carrying it. Digital sites aside from KTTC, uh, KBJR in Duluth, Valley News Live in Fargo Moorhead, and KEYC in Mankato. Well, here's all I want to know is it on Channel 2? Uh, it. Uh, which it's is the Twin Cities in, channel? You look at the KTC the viewings line up there. I saw, it was not listed. That's all. They
0: probably tell. have some terribly important racial controversy
2: or a bridge That's building. That's probably a bridge building. No, guy. I
0: check every day, and they don't do bridges. <laughs> anymore. Frankly, they left I'm that to the Bridge Channel.
4: <laughs>
3: Did you see Antiques Roadshow last night, such no, That was no, a nice no. version, good version. Um, we got I was a, a
4: volleyball game.
3: Oh, nice. Who won?
4: Yeah. Fun. What are I you doing know. there, creeper? Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Didn't even have anybody
1: playing.
4: <laughs> uh, victim what of,
1: time is... I'm sorry, yeah. John, but I'm looking seven o'clock, at seven. their
0: site. 7 o'clock, Finding Your Roots, yep. Minnesota Original. Finding Your Roots with that fraud from uh, I love Boston Finding who your called roots. the cops when the... Uh, no, I love that show. Yeah. Love that
3: show. We I, got an email from a list. Henry
0: Louis Gates. Yep. Yeah. Love that show. He's Name. the phony who called the cops and said uh, he was being mistreated because... They thought he was breaking into his own home, remember? And then Obama oh, yeah. had the sure. yeah, certainly. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah.
2: They had a beer together. Yeah, remember? I would have hey, choked him hey, down.
3: Do you guys know this? A Jordan just emailed us with a picture of a light rail station. I believe this is on Hiawatha. There are no porta potties. Yeah, you
0: got to have bathrooms for them. Yeah.
3: When did oh. that become a well, thing? I bet they you get
0: for in the uh, real car? Mictur- oh. Micturating. I
4: bet they get tipped over on a nightly yeah. basis. Oh, huh? gross. Nothing says romance like a Biffy. Yep. Oh. Yeah, well, you know, when the urge hits, you know... <laughs>
2: The victim of a shooting late Sunday in Minneapolis has been identified as a security guard at Firehouse Uptown. The family has identified 23-year-old Gabriel Dino Mendoza as the man found shot inside the business. No one's been arrested yet. Police are still investigating. They're asking anyone with information to call Crime Stoppers, 1-800-222-8477. It's Minneapolis' 71st homicide of the year. There'll be a handful of new events this year at the Winter Carnival in St. Paul. This year's carnival begins at 5.30 p.m. Thursday, January 26th, and we'll have a Light Up the Park event in Rice Park for the first time. To kick off events, organizers have planned a countdown to carnival for which attendees will light up glow sticks and hot air balloon pilots will raise flames. Also new, you're going to want to get in on this, Joe, a lip-sync battle starting at 7 o'clock Thursday the 26th. what song are
1: you going to do? You don't happen to write lyrics for that, too, do you? You don't write the (laughs) lip-sync
2: lyrics? (laughs) That'll be in the Warming House. The event will be held tournament-style. Finals will be held Saturday, February 4th. Event officials add the Warming House will be larger and will include music, games, and beverages this year. Other events returning this year, ice carving competition, snow sculpting, the King Boreas Grand Day Parade, and the Vulcan Victory Torchlight Parade. There will also be a beard growing competition, an ice
3: fishing contest, and the fire and ice run slash walk. You know, speaking of that, when do you start working on the clues? Yeah, makes
0: you think
3: question. I
4: haven't already. So we're going to start doing, evidently, I don't know if I should let this out of the bag or not, but we're going to start doing events for the town council.
0: Yes, we are. Apparently, yeah.
4: How, and we're not just going to do shows, are we? are going to sit around and talk about our taxes, right? Who's going to pay to see that? I
3: don't know what we're going
4: to do. I think we need to put together maybe a lip sync contest or <laughs> karaoke
3: are you talking about the garage logic town council? And
4: have Such <laughs> be part of a karaoke contest. I matter of matter Monday and my heart stood still to <laughs> do, do run, run run Can you do, do any run, Gordon run, Lightfoot for us, Such? For just
0: ten bucks a month. <laughs>
1: this is what you get this is what you get right
0: here straight man you get, Joe you get access you can listen to this show live uh, yep. he's here, he yep. plus rook has put together a uh, an audio stream of best of statement segments that are going back what damn near 30 years
1: yes to it's, all the way to 97
0: yeah and uh you get uh you get a membership card that's that good sounds for exciting. 10% off someplace, I don't know where. <laughs> you make it sound fun, Joe. Yeah, you, yeah, you window really cling, do. <laughs> you get a certificate you, and get you get a- a invites to exclusive members only events, but here's what you really get. You get us before and after the show and between segments and uh and some of it can be rather fun.
4: Uh, mhm. And you, I want to save, uh,
0: you want to save some money? You can do it for a hundred bucks a year. He's steamrolling, John. Yeah, uh, I
2: know. I shouldn't interrupt it. But it
0: doesn't change the show. You don't have to pay to listen to the show. Got it? You you're right. paying for the
4: extra BS. That's right. Yeah, and it's yeah. fine. Mean, uh, uh, question: One window cling? Yeah. What are these things like? Worth a hundred bucks a piece? You talk to me, I can one? get you another window cling. All right, we can so, get you. A I'll one. get you a window. I one, can get you one, maybe two. Yeah. window clings. Which, as I soon as the temperature down. goes under, what, 40 degrees, they fall <laughs> off, right? No, I've had one you on my scooter
0: windshield for five years. Which
4: is in heated storage all winter. Oh, Random.
0: With, with EcoFun it is, but in the summer it's not. So listen, it stays on When there. it's
1: above 40. Oh, wow. uh, here's some of the titles that are already in there that you may not yeah. have heard. Yeah, you got the Chilean minor... Uh, Chilean minor um, Please hold. Oh,
4: please is that the guy? Oh, please. Yes, please that's hold. that guy.
1: The chimp cartoon bubble when he's working in the office as the blacksmith. Is the blacksmith. Yeah. Hollywood Squares is there. You've heard a lot of these, but um, you may not have heard poetry. Poetry. Poetry, poetry. should always rhyme. Yeah, thanks, Tweety. Uh, Judd and Little Robbie. I
0: don't even know what that is. Uh, that's
1: when you know uh, Judd called in to say, "Look at the picture of the paper of the bike rider." Oh yeah. He was riding his bike. His name was Rob, and he said, "Pay attention to Little Robbie down there." Slipped out, huh? <laughs> One hundred percent, pretty darn close. Uh, the chalice <laughs> is on there. Judd is the there.
0: long departed Judd, who was a fan of the show. Judd, uh, oh, Evans. it's not. Oh, it's not our Judd. No. Yeah.
1: Well, it was yeah. our Judd, yeah. but Zool he's Zool dead. dead now. No, not Judd Zolgan. It's, it's, it's not Judd Zolgan,
4: Yeah. I didn't think he listened.
1: Uh, the obituary of Otto Schmidt, and what did he wear, Joe? <laughs> Two watches. That was from '98. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Hawk calls in to talk about oh, Sam wolves. Wonderful. Sam. Um, patron say it's Nudical Naturals oh I
0: love that one
1: caller Brett introduces the FFLF oh. in 1998 wow he coined the phrase and you said that is exactly oh,
0: yeah that made the book
1: uh, Jeff calls in and plays the tuba he played Flight of the Bumblebee he <laughs> yeah. was a um,
0: Minnesota alright that's <laughs> enough thank you and so but much that's, you, that's get, you get a lot of that kind of stuff
1: the governor yeah. calling in to vent on you yeah in 99 after being elected
2: yeah In other news, home sellers are slashing their asking prices at a record clip as surging mortgage rates drive a downturn in the U.S. housing market. That, according to a recent report from real estate firm Redfin, about 7.9 percent of home listings reported price drops during the four-week period ending October 9th. That figure marked a record high, a significant, I'm sorry, uptick compared Uh, to the uh, same period last year when just 4% of listings reported price cuts. Buying activity in the once red-hot U.S. housing market has considerably slowed as higher mortgage rates make it more difficult to afford homes. 30-year fixed-rate mortgage averaged 6.92% last week, more than double the rate of the same week one year earlier, according to Freddie Mac.
3: And aren't they basically forecasting that it's going to get worse before it gets better? Yep. So if you didn't sell your house, you are SOL. Jim McDivitt, astronaut who played a key role in making America's
2: first spacewalk and moon landing possible, has died. He was 93 years old. NASA confirmed his death, saying he died last Thursday, surrounded by family and friends. Known for being a courageous test pilot and dedicated leader, McDivitt commanded two of the most crucial flights in the early space race, Gemini 4 and Apollo 9. He grew up in Kalamazoo, Michigan, graduated from the U of Michigan. 1951, he joined the Air Force and fought during the Korean War. He flew 145 combat missions. In 1962, he was selected by NASA to become an astronaut. He was chosen to pilot Gemini 4, becoming the first ever NASA rookie to command a mission. Considered NASA's most ambitious flight at the time, in 1965, the Gemini 4 mission was the first time the U.S. performed a
4: spacewalk,
2: and the longest that a U.S. spaceflight had remained in Earth's orbit at the time, it was four days in space.
4: John, yeah, join in with me. K a l a m a z o oh what a gal in, in Kalamazoo.
2: Kalamazoo. What's that? I got it. Michigan,
4: go. it's a Glenn That's Miller where song. From. Kalamazoo. That's not Pick, Kalamazoo. <laughs> Kalamazoo. That's where John,
2: pick your best one, and then you're <laughs> done. <laughs> oh, my best oh, one. There it is. Now, does that mean you want like a
0: kicker best one? Or? Oh, your choice. But we got. I got to get some emails here.
2: All right. Um I'm gonna go with a mystery in Oklahoma, which is oh, a serious, very I like serious story. Yeah. yeah. Four Oklahoma men who were last seen riding their bicycles more than a week ago were shot oh. and dismembered. Yeah. Police say, and a man considered a person of interest has since disappeared. In Oak Mulgee, Oklahoma. Police Chief Joe Prentice said the bodies found in the Deep Fork River are those of four missing friends, 32-year-old Mark Chastain, 32-year-old Mike Sparks, 30-year-old Billy Chastain, and 29-year-old Alex Stevens. They are believed to have left a house in Oakmulgee on bicycles the evening of October 9th. It remains unclear exactly what led up to their death, but it appears that they were planning to commit a crime when they left Chastain's home, according to the chief. The belief is based on, quote, information supplied by a witness who reports they are invited to go with the men to hit a lick big enough for all of them what the chief said yesterday in a news conference the chief said the official cause of death is pending but all four men had gunshot wounds and their bodies were dismembered police interviewed a man friday who owns a scrapyard in the area but that man has since been reported missing oh, according to police really? it could be suicidal wow. <clears throat> no charges have been filed the bodies discovered after a passerby saw something suspicious in the river. If you're wondering, Oat Mulgee is about 40 miles south of Tulsa. Why didn't you Oklahoma. save that
4: story for the crabby tomorrow? I, I, when uh, I read that this morning, I, uh, I was thinking crabby.
2: Uh, no. You
1: know what? You could bring it up again. You don't but, think they would mind the uh, the listenership of the we could maybe of uh,
0: Maybe more will be known by tomorrow. We could stretch that one out, couldn't we? Could we take a, a timeout and come back and wrap her up with some very interesting emails?
2: ready
1: it's the end of the world as we know it and he feels fine Joe Suchere
0: Brian mature writes I got as an, I get as annoyed as you do when a bank teller asks me how my day is going or any big plans for the weekend I've often thought of answering the question, how is your day going so far with not good, I just found out I have cancer, Oh, (laughs) just to see the uncomfortable (laughs) look on their face. Let's face it, not everyone who comes into the bank every day is having a good day, and I'm tired of hearing these employee handbook questions. So yesterday I was listening to GL and had to pause the podcast as I went into the bank, there was only one other customer in the bank ahead of me, so I could hear the standard question, any big plans for the rest of the day? Ooh. I didn't even pay attention to the guy's answer as I instantly had an idea. Here we go. It's my turn. The teller is about mid-30s, a male. Teller, what can we do for you? Me. Just a deposit. Teller, any big plans for the rest of the day? Me. I'm gonna can some apricots. Tell her. Oh uh, okay, what do you buy them? or I guess I don't know how that works. <laughs> Me. Oh, there's a lot of different ways you can do it, right? I could barely keep a straight face as I conducted my transaction. This will be my automatic answer to that question from now on, no matter if the person is asking, is a male a female or are they them? Pushing back and canning apricots after my bank run, Brian. That's a good uh, way to use I'm getting phrase. credit
4: for that phrase. Yep. That phrase belongs to Patrick Royce and his father, Richard.
0: On yeah. Wednesday, October 5th, John writes, I found myself in an auditorium filled with about 200 high school students from the metro area. I was one of a number of people from the Ford Motor Company dealerships who were there to recruit future technicians to work in the shops. This included a question and answer session where the students were able to ask questions of some of the dealer reps. A variety of questions ensued and then one student, one of several girls in attendance asked, will Ford quit making the gas engine Mustang? The representative replied, hopefully never. The room erupted in applause and cheers which continued for 3 minutes. Wow. There was actually a standing ovation. It was a wonderful ray of hope, John and Brian. Wow. It's wow. Ray of hope. The other ray of hope is that these uh, schools are letting in reps from Ford dealerships to recruit mechanics. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, ruling, as a sitting member of the GL Town Council, A thought has occurred to me. This doesn't happen too often, I might add. Will Will we have a secret handshake or some type of greeting that is privy to the members only? Thinking back to my days of company softball games and such, we would quite often initiate new members to become turtles. Once you achieve membership, which normally required consumption of several shots of a popular libation... You would probably stand if you were able and respond to a chorus of, are you a turtle with, you bet your sweet ass I am. So my thought, Yeah, I do too. So my thought is if we would be asked if we're a card-carrying member of the GL Town Council, should there be a common and perhaps required response? I fly the stars and stripes right next to my GL flag in front of my home on a county road in northern Wisconsin. We're in a heavily visited tourist area in the summer. I've had lots of horn honking on the weekends as people that are far away from the country's tallest buildings get away from the hustle and bustle. I recall this summer on a warm, quiet night, a vehicle stopped out on the road. And the quiet night was interrupted with a loud, Hail the Flashlight King. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Gl, GL is loud and proud up here in the Northwoods, and we want to keep it that way. So I'll anxiously await any forthcoming thoughts or ideas of proclaiming our unity of membership and brotherhood in the town council, brotherhood and sisterhood. Good luck. J.C. Stone Lake, Wisconsin.
4: You're here, here. So, are, are, is there a silent way to acknowledge each other, like the Harley wave or the Jeep wave? What do you think? I, I'm thinking an, an up nod. And I think a, it's the up nod, and one of these. Yeah, or, of those, a, or a good luck.
0: Do you recall the gal who's been wondering about a ruling uh, given her role in the garage? Oh yes. Her name is Joel. I've been saying it's Jolie. It's uh, it's Joel, like uh, Noel. Hello, Joe and the guys. I'm getting back to you with some more detail before you rule. The garage only serves the business to store necessary plumbing items. My husband owns his own plumbing business. What I seek above all is neatness. Not to be a scold, but to make the task of fixing something more efficient. I believe efficiency is a GL value, no? It sounds like Kenny needs some reassurance, so let him know just because I have... A say doesn't mean I will begin to nag him about the garage. Nagging men is inefficient. I was a former vegan, socialist, sympathizing professor. So my conversion to CI life has been a long, intricate process, much like building a ship inside a glass bottle. The short answer I started thinking. If you have further questions, feel free to reach out to me via my email address, the FM Joel just like the first Noel, not Jolie. My husband and I appreciate and will abide by the ruling. And then uh, she was kind enough to send a picture oh, of really? her and her, I believe it's her and her husband. Yeah, her boyfriend, that's okay. fine. Uh, to the husband, I will address the ruling. I'd, I'd clean that garage, if you know what I mean. Huh? <laughs> I'd, I'd do whatever, uh, I, if Noel wants the... Uh, Garage clean so she can more easily find the correct
4: tool. Get to it. I'd, uh, I'd probably do it today. She brought up something in her last email. That, if you know what I mean. That struck me. <laughs> she said uh, her husband has a difficult time finding things in the kitchen, which is mm-hmm. very neat. Mm-hmm. A- and that struck a chord with me because I can be looking for something in the refrigerator and it is not there.
0: Oh, I know. That's she, a problem.
4: She comes out of the living room, opens the door up, points at it, and it's right there. The same <laughs> I'm completely yeah. blind. Yeah. I am blind in the kitchen. I cannot yeah. find anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. So, so yeah, the ruling is that uh, uh, Joel gets a say in the garage. Yeah, We're here, yeah. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park and Umpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans at WorldWideWaftage.com on this day in 1848. October 18th. Land in central Minnesota was set aside for the Marsectois Menominee tribe. The tribe decides not to move from their holdings in Wisconsin and cedes the proposed reservation to the state on May 5, 1854. Hmm. On this day in 1881, at St. Paul's Episcopal Church in Duluth, an organizational meeting was held to establish a new hospital named for today's Feast of St. Luke. The hospital is set up in an old blacksmith shop. And the first patient admitted on <laughs> November 18th. Wait a
4: minute. Yep. That, a blacksmith shop, yep. that's got to be ground zero, the most unsanitary, oh. gross, stinky, smoky, slimy spot in town. Well, they probably cleaned it up a little. <laughs>
0: yeah. on, this day <laughs> in 18, on this day in 1888. October 18th. The Agriculture School of the University of Minnesota St. Paul Campus, which was known as... University Farm opened with 47 students and W.W. Pendergast as principal. Huh. I think that's a long time Minnesota name because I've heard it before. Yeah. Pendergast. I like that
3: name. I will fully admit, when you started saying WW, I thought you were giving us a website for a brief second. WW
0: Pendergast. (laughs) Thank you, GLers. Yes,
3: thank you. GLers, as Joe mentioned, don't forget to sign up for the Garage Logic Town Council for just $10 a month or $100 a year. You get to listen to us idiots rip each other. Before the show, after the show, during the show, it's fantastic. And uh, also, hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, And YouTube is a very popular choice for GLers. Subscribe to that YouTube channel, because there we are posting daily content for your amusement. We'll catch you tomorrow. Once again, to check in with Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Now's the time for you to do the same in these volatile times for that free 48 minute financial consultation by doing just what I did. Pick up the phone and dial 952 925 5608. That number, once again, is 952 925 5608. You call that number, you get Mr. Money Talk. And you're also going to get straight talk. You're never going to get sugar coated advice. And Josh is on the line with us here once again in Garage Logic. And Josh, it's earnings time.
6: It's earnings time. It's earnings time I don't have a dime It's earnings time Now that might not be the song But you might get the uh, the gist of it Analysts have been all Aflutter, all worried That corporations When earnings time came For the uh, third quarter Of this year, that companies would Miss and miss big time On their earnings And many of the analysts, strategists Market watchers were very confused or have been confused by the number of companies that has not or had not pre-announced prior to the earnings season starting in earnest last Friday. Uh, Major banks starting in with their numbers, including JP Morgan, whose CEO, Jamie Dimon, has predicted another 20% drop in the S&P 500 and a recession coming in the next six to nine months. His stock prior to their earnings announcement dropped from $170 a share at the beginning of the year to $103 a share prior to the earnings call. His earnings much better than expected as JP Morgan picked up some of the flat from better interest income and a little bit of trading. Bank of New York, better than expected numbers. Wells Fargo, slightly better than expected numbers. Citibank, not so good. Bank of America reported Monday, better than expected. Goldman Sachs reported this morning, Tuesday, they beat very, very handily. And that saw Goldman Sachs stocks pop on the news. Most bank stocks, whether it's JP Morgan, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, PNC, or Goldman Sachs, have not fared well this year. Overall, the bank index is definitely in bear market territory. Now, I'm not a bank investor. I avoid investing in banks, preferring to concentrate on companies involved in the internet, leisure activities, China related businesses and uh, real assets, primarily uh, real estate, though I have been known to trade very short term energy stocks. But the banks did show did show some some profits, and I do believe that was a surprise and gave a little emphasis to moving the indices up. On the other hand, we have had a leading semiconductor manufacturer, Advanced Microdevices, cut their forecast primarily on, as they say, weak PC sales. Now, that has hurt also companies like Intel. It's hurt NVIDIA and other semiconductor manufacturers. Additionally, the current administration has put forth some additional licensing requirements to sell both advanced chips chip manufacturing company equipment into China. That has hurt the chip manufacturers, including Applied Materials, KLM 10-Core, and LAM Research, just to name three. One manufacturer has not been hurt, though the stock is down, and that's Global Foundries, which operate primarily here in the United States. Another manufacturer, Taiwan Semiconductor, whose stock is sold off on China fears. Did report last week, again, better than expected uh, numbers, they did get permission to sell their chips and equipment into China. But their numbers seem to give indication, as did another manufacturer, Foxconn, both gave indications that sales to Apple were up. And Apple reports, Apple is my largest uh, position, my client's largest position, and we've talked about Apple a lot, but that should give some positive guidance, we'll say, for Apple's report next week. Do be cautious, however, that while Apple could report some very good numbers for the quarter, they typically provide very conservative guidance going forward, and that has in the past led to a, a little bit of a Pullback, but if you are not in Apple or looking to add to Apple, I would wait a little bit before adding until their earnings re- earnings call next week. But earnings better than expected. Still, there is that fear of the Fed.
3: Excellent advice, Mr. Money Talk. You heard MGLers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make that call for that free 48 minute financial consultation by dialing nine five two nine two five five six zero eight. Where you're always going to get straight talk and you're never going to. Get sugar coated advice. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time in the chat. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday.
6: We'll have more earnings reports then. Thanks, Chris.
3: Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers
0: is a paid endorser.